Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Alex Beck, and joining us on the show is Ivory Lofton from Body by Ivory out of Homewood, Illinois. What's going on, Ivory? Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Uh, great day. Uh, glad to be here. The pleasure is mine. Yes, I'm excited to have you on. You're coming up on year 30 of being in the fitness industry here. So I am excited to talk to you, pick your brain a little bit, um, you know, ask how you made it this far, really. It's very rarely that I've, I've met, you know, many gyms that made it to year 30. So, so happy for you, excited for you as well. Um, but let's not waste any time here. How did you get started? What is it that made you want to start with opening your own fitness facility? Well, actually, uh, being an athlete pretty much all my life, uh, I was always into weight training. You know, I think uh, I played baseball, I ran track, and uh, initially I got involved actually lifting weights in my in my parents' basement. And uh, I, be, I really kind of developed uh, a pretty decent body just doing that with no type of structure, just lifting, you know, uh, freelance lifting. And uh, I decided to take that into a local gym in which, you know, I was highly encouraged to get into bodybuilding. Uh, doing my first bodybuilding show at 20 years, at 20 years old and doing fairly well, well uh, really uh, took to, you know, took to bodybuilding and I bodybuilding for the first you know, all through my 20s until I was about 28, 29 years old. Okay. Uh, from that, you know, a lot of my friends and family, you know, were seeking out my assistance with training and nutrition and the whole nine yards. Right, right. And me being in the nutritional field at that time, I worked as a food service uh, manager dietitian. So I was into nutrition. You know, so that really helped. So me being into the, the nutritional field, I felt that this could be something I might want to get into. So I, it took off from there. You know, I decided that, you know, I think this is what I want to do. So I started off training friends and family and then, you know, friends and family of those friends and family. And it just took off from there. Okay. Okay. So all of this really started with your own fitness journey, right? And getting into bodybuilding, competing, and it eventually led to you for starting your own gym. So super cool. So, so body by ivory, I would love for you to give me your own elevator pitch of, you know, what you guys do and the services that you offer. Okay. What we do is that, uh, we, uh, develop fitness programs to fit the needs of our clients okay. and they can go anywhere from, uh, athletes. Uh, we have dancers, we have people in the entertainment field. So basically, uh, we have individuals come in with issues with their blood pressure, uh, medical issues that's just coming from a uh, rehabilitation rehab, you know. So basically, we pretty much uh, assess our clients based on what their needs are. And they okay. can go anywhere from the athlete to someone who says, you know, I just need to, you know, control my blood pressure. Uh, we develop a program for them based on that. It, you know, our number one base is nutrition. So, you know, the first thing I do is say, you know, you're not never going to accomplish your fitness goals if you're not going to change the way you eat. So, you know, we highly, you know, push us nutrition and we kind of like piggyback from that off of uh, uh, 
uh, of fitness routines. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So, so you're offering a variety of different type of group training classes. You're also doing some private training. You offer nutrition as well. Um, and you're sitting at about 120 members here. I do always like to ask, is that a number that you guys want to stop at? Or are you trying to hit the gas right now and see some new faces? Well, uh, considering the fact that we have a facility that's roughly 43, 44,000 square feet in which we have probably about 28 of that is actually workout space. We really okay. limited it with space. I actually moved into this location during the pandemic. I actually moved from a location that was 2,000 square foot. So I doubled my size. I moved into this location. I was in this location for one week and we were closed down. Yeah. You know, but it was great because when I opened back up, I had more space. You know, uh, I think the last eight, nine months, things began to really pick up. You know, so we're pushing a max right now because uh, uh, the type of space we have. Yeah. So what we're doing is that we're just pretty, really much trying to really amp up our service with the clients that we do have. Okay. Uh, like I said, we do a lot of nutritional diet and plan. We do, we do a lot of, we, we provide a lot of services for, for individuals who are not even members of our gym when it comes to nutrition and uh, uh, nutrition supplements and kind of like developing fitness plans because we've developed a relationship uh, in our area and in industry to being, not that being our strong point, nutrition and supplemental uh, planning. So, you know, we have guys on, who are athletes or individuals who want to stay at their gym, but they just don't have the structure when it comes to nutritional supplements. So we do a lot of that also. Okay. Okay. And, and let's see here. So, so you're coming up to your max as far as clients on at your business, which is a good thing, right? That that's a bad, a good problem to have, you know, maxing out your gym. Um, what, what does the future look like for you? Would you like to be able to move up to a bigger space again, or are you happy with the space you're in now? Do you plan on staying there long-term? Um, pretty much that's where I'm at right now. Okay. Uh, I don't want to really lose sight on the hands-on approach that I have. You know, I worked so long as a personal trainer in which I didn't have trainers on board. So pretty much I uh, was a one-man operation. Right. So I know the majority of my clients look for that hands-on, uh, hands-on with me. You know, I don't want to grow to the point where I can't provide that. I think that's my strength, you know, uh, the hands-on. So actually growing bigger and bringing on more staff, you know, I don't really lose that, you know, bringing on staff right now and training them with our model and how we do things has been probably my biggest issue in the industry because when you take trainers who are out there and come on board you know they have their own philosophy and trying to get them to stick to our model and our brand has been probably one of my biggest problems in the industry so right now i'm not really looking to upsize unless i can really find those individuals who are willing to come in and uh work you know our brand yeah and I agree with you. That'll always be an issue, right? Finding not only people to work these days, but good trainers that really do care about the culture in your facility. They have the same type of goals, mindset as you. So that'll always be an issue, you know, in the future that arises. Um, and as far as your membership right now, you were able to grow, grow quite a bit post-COVID once you moved into this new space. What did that really look like to you? What, what, 
how were the what were the main ways that you were able to get members in the door? Was it a lot of word of mouth? Do you do any type of marketing? Um, you know, digital marketing, paper marketing. Uh, it's literally a hundred percent word of mouth. It's been that way for probably the last fifteen years. Uh, I mean, I'm just a dinosaur when it comes to in, in this industry because I have I don't I don't have a website, I don't have business cards, I don't have a brochure. You know, I just don't have any of that. I actually, I, I had that at one time, but like I say, 30 years to the industry, you know, majority of my business is word of mouth. Yeah. So, you know, anybody walking the door, the first thing I ask is who referred you, you know, it's word of mouth. So, you know, and then again, I think what's very important is that uh, me being in the business for 30 years, me being 61 years old this year, uh, I majority, 75% of my clientele is 40 plus. You know, so I don't, I don't have the, I don't deal with the young generation. And uh, I come from a generation where we had, you know, gym in school. We had recess when we went outside and we played on the monkey bars and, you know, we played in the street and we climbed trees and that was before technology and computers and cell phones. So basically this gen that generation, you know, is, were accustomed to working out to, in some capacity. So, you know, as they got older and they started to, you know, gain the weight and their health start to fail them. It wasn't, it's not diff difficult, you know, bringing them back into the health, health and fitness industry. You know, so basically uh, my clientele was a lot older. They don't jump from gym to gym. The yeah. young generation, you know, they jump from gym to gym, something new open up, they run over there, run over there. So I have a clientele that uh, once they get something that they like, they stick with it. You know, so I think that's been my strength that I deal with a much older clientele that's not jumping around looking for something new they like private they like they don't like a lot of changes and i don't have to worry about the high impact type training because at that age you know injuries can you know set you back for a long time and you don't recover as quick as you do when you're younger you know so they like they like the way we train they like the structure and it's not a it's not the on a level of crossfit or that aggressive it's more moderate type training yeah. And, and you know what? A lot of people always have like a, a bad stigma towards word in the word of mouth. Right. And, and you don't really realize how important it is to, to have word of mouth, to be able to build that core core base membership of people that won't ever leave or people that, you know, will refer and bring other people in as well. Um, so that's awesome that over these 30 years, you were able to, you know, thrive and grow off word of mouth here. And and I know growing membership isn't really much of a focus for you right now. What does it look like as far as adding extra services so that you could grow from within the membership that you do have? Well, actually this year, we just added the services of a biking club, which is an extension of our bootcamp program in which we had already. And we have a running club that we actually started this year. Okay. Uh, we always had a, a boot camp that we uh, that we uh, uh, that we uh, provided for our clients, and it was at a high school, so it was running up and down the bleachers, and it was pretty aggressive. And what we have done is that we have actually cut that in half, and now we extended that to biking from boot camp to biking and then to running. So we've added, added those two services to our uh, uh, services that we provide already. There you go. So and that's go ahead. Okay, go ahead. I was gonna say, how's it been growing and and filling up those classes? Has that been a smooth transition? Have you filled them up to max capacity the way you want? 
um, are you looking to to you know continue growing those classes? Uh, of course, and I think it, it actually we started the programs because of uh, a lot of my clients started biking, you know, so they were riding bikes on the weekends, and a lot of my clients were runners, you know, so they were already doing this. So you know, I'm looking at this, and say, you know, maybe I, this is something here. So we just started to piggyback off of what they were already doing you know, and, and incorporated that into our uh, services that we already provide. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that would be an extension of what we're doing. And like I said, we do a annual calendar, which we have the calendars challenge, which is another service. And we do an annual uh, fitness show every year. And this year we had uh, the most competitors we've had, you know, in my 30 years, which was 15. So basically you're talking about bodybuilding, fitness, you know, so it's, you know, it's, it's, it keeps us really busy. Yeah, yeah. And, and I know you're doing some personal training as well, right? What does that look like? Is that something that you guys focus on at your facility, personal training or sending clients to personal training? Okay, what I uh, personally don't do any personal training anymore because it just consumes too much of my time working with one individual. Right. But uh, I uh, actually instituted that services to uh, other trainers that I have on board. So to anyone who's seeking services and personal training, I don't do it myself, but I have individuals that do personal training as well as home training. You know, so actually uh, that's, a, that's a, uh, a very big need in our community, but I just can't provide that service anymore because it just takes up too much of my time working with an individual one on one for an hour. But actually we provide that service, I just don't do it. And when you say home training, do you mean like uh, in-person home training, like you travel to their home and train them? Uh, correct. Okay. Okay. Correct. Awesome. So, Have you guys ever looked into doing like virtual training for the people that want to work out from home? You know what? We, uh, during the pandemic, we did virtual training. Did you? Uh, I had uh, two of my trainers who actually ran the classes i just couldn't get into it you know i, I was i was so much hands-on yeah huh yeah. it wasn't my thing you know it was very popular but i just couldn't you know i couldn't get into it i'm i'm a very you know visual person in terms of you know uh i'm not that creative outside the gym you know i'm not that creative and uh, i have people who are very creative outside the gym in terms of working people uh virtual training you know, in a home when, you know, you have to take into consideration what do they have access to, you know, training, what models you're going to use. I've never been a aerobic type of guy. So basically jumping up and down, all that stuff, that wasn't me. So I couldn't get into it, but I had staff that were able to do it, you know, and actually I have staff that's still doing it, you yeah. know, but I just, like I said, this is my first time doing a podcast. I'm just not, you know, you know, when it comes to computers and technology, you know, like I say, is something that I've never really gotten into. Yeah, yeah. And, and when you look at all these, you know, services that you're beginning to offer, you know, that you're layering on your business plan so that you can not only give more value to your members, right, in the form of giving them more services, you know, different type of classes they could come to, nutrition plans, um, but it also gives the value to you as an owner because you are able to make more money here. Um, when you look at everything that you're offering, 
what is like the main aspect that you want to grow, right? Is it more so that group training side of things? Would you like to grow the personal training, virtual training? Um, what benefits you the most as a business owner? Uh, what benefits me the most is uh, actually uh, seeing the satisfaction in my clients. And I think that goes along. I mean, it's, it's a real thin line because in some cases, I get it through uh, my competitive fitness trainers. Uh, for some people, I get it through my uh, athletes, you know, who acknowledge the results they have gotten from my trainer, from my runners, you know, so I, I feed off of them and I kind of like, kind of like move into that direction. I don't really like to, I don't really target one aspect of my training. I think it's pretty much balanced from nutrition to personal training to group training. So it's pretty much balanced. I just don't have a, a one group that outweighs the other group. You know, everybody is pulling from here to here. So I just kind of like feel my way through, you know? So when it comes to growing those individual services, I just kind of got to get a feel for where my clients are going. If the majority of my pulling this way, then I move to that direction, you know? So I don't really tap into it. It, it keeps me balanced at the same time. Okay. Okay. Have you ever tried doing any type of semi-private training in your facility? So like small group, you know, max three, four or five people? Actually, I do that. That's what I do now. You do? You know, that's what I do now. Okay. So you do a... Uh, um, yeah. The majority of my training I do is semi, that's what it is. Semi-private? Yes. Would you say you have more people in your gym, your gym doing semi-private than private training? Oh, of course, by far. Yeah. And the thing is, is that the thing is, is that my trainers that train personal training, you know, like right now, you know, right now, gas prices are sky high, mm. you know, uh, food prices are high, you know, you know, so your overall expenses are a lot higher. So the first thing that they cut is they personal training membership. You know, if you charge that client forty, fifty dollars a, a pop, and they're doing three, you know, two, three days a week, you know, when things get tough for them, that's the first thing they're gonna cut. Yeah. When you do the semi training, you know, you can train, you know, four or five people at one time. You can cut that cost all the way down, and you know, it's it's very affordable. And if it's beneficial, you know, they try to do whatever they can to hold on to it. You know, so I I find out that uh, the semi trainer is is much more beneficial for me as well as my clients. Yeah. And do you have your clients pay, let's say, do you have them pay on a monthly membership or are, you, are they paying per class, per session? Uh, they pay on a monthly membership. They have an option to do, you know, multiple months, three months, six months or a year. Okay. But uh, I don't do anything on a daily basis. I did before, but I, since the pandemic, I haven't done anything on a daily basis. So I don't do a daily uh, membership, you know, uh, if you want to try 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 the gym out, then you got to invest thirty days into it because one day is not going to show you what you you know. It's not going to be a, a, a it's it's very difficult to sell somebody on a one day you know uh, service. So basically, uh, I make I, I require everybody to at least commit to thirty days. Mm -hmm. You know, if they want to try me out. And good for you. That's like the best, the smartest decision as a business owner, right? I mean. It, I know some people who they sell per session per class and 
you know, they'll sell, let's say five to 10 at a time, five, like a 10 session pack. And then it takes their client over a year to use that 10 session pack. So exactly right, 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 right. So you could do have them pay per month and they could do the 10 sessions in a month or they could pay per session. And then they take six months to a year. Exactly. I know exactly what you mean. I was, I've had that happen to me plenty of times. You know, you got a client that's doing one-on-one and it's, you know, two days a week, 30 days. And three months later, you know, they still said, I still got two days left, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and yeah. doing that, you're not going to get the results anyway. So, you know, it's not a good sale because if you're going to extend your four-week, you know, one-on-one train over a course of three months, you're not going to get the results, you know. So it's not a good business model anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I always tell people too, as, you know, business owners in the fitness industry, we don't necessarily sell fitness, right? We sell more so a lifestyle. We sell results, you know, exactly. route to reach their goals. So it's important that your business is structured that way, right? And that you do have these layers of service to help them reach their goals and get the results that they want. Um, so what other services are you guys doing? Have you ever thought of adding in supplements or supplementation inside of your what you guys offer? Oh, yes. Uh, actually, we do supplements now. Oh, do you? Yes, we do okay. supplements now. Uh, I work with a company called Perillo. I don't know if you heard of that company, but it's out of uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. Okay. I've actually been dealing with this company for uh, maybe 20 years. You know, and they, uh, they only do, uh, they don't do any retail. Mm. You know, so basically, uh, the owner is an ex-bodybuilder. Uh, I've been using his products uh, for over the last 20 years. And, and you know, how's it been going since you implement them into your facility? Have you been making, at least been able to sell them and get them off the shelf? Uh, of course. Uh, actually, uh, I highly recommend, you know, all of my clients supplement their diet with supplements. Uh, a lot of individuals like to supplement uh use supplements as a primary source of nutrition right you know so i'm really big on you know using i'm really big on supplementing your diet with supplements a lot of people look for the supplement to be the foundation of their nutritional plan you know so they say i have a lack of energy but you know i need something for energy but then you're not eating enough you're not sleeping enough you know and that's the problem so you supplementing when you should be doing you know you should be eating better you should be resting more so I highly recommend uh, my clients who have brought in to a good nutrition to supplement, you know, with the supplements. So, you know, I, I do very well with the products. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And, and and let's say me, myself, I always like to ask this to kind of figure out your guys' like sales process to say, so let's say me, myself, I walk in to your facility. Let's say I heard about you from a friend or family member. What's kind of your process here from taking me and from a interested lead into a paid member? Uh, well, uh, first thing is uh, I sell who I am. The um, amount of time I've been in business, uh, a lot of my background uh, in my facility, I have what I call a, a wall of fame. And it's actually pictures uh, of people that I've trained and before and afters. So when they walk into my facility, they pretty much have already heard of me. So I sell myself initially. And then next from that point on, I try to find out what they what they, what their needs are. You know, and um, 
I go from there. So my 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 primary concern is uh, what the individual needs are, and uh, I don't have a cookie cutter program. I assess everybody based on where they are, not so much of what they what the needs are, where they are. They say I want to do this, I want to lose weight, I want to tone, I want to get that. So I after I, after I go through a fitness assessment with them, I uh, develop a program for them based on where they are. So that's basically what I share with my uh, with individuals who walk in the door. You know, based on what you want. You know, if you actually coming from a from a referral and you see these results and you say I want to do X Y Z, you know, I, I I let them know that you know I have to assess you and based on where you are, then I can put together a plan for you. You know. There you go. There you go. So kind of like a a free consultation type thing. They walk in. You ask right. them about their goals, you know, what they have going on. And then from there, you know, show or, or talk about how you're able to help or help them reach their goals. Um, right. Cool, cool. So, so Ivory, this is a question that I always like to ask people here, but let's say you had like a magic wand, right? A magic business wand, and you could put body by Ivory in the perfect position that you want it, the perfect gym, right? What would that really look like to you? Well, it would look number one as uh, a well-staffed facility. So I think that the first thing I would do is I would say I need, you know, I would look for, I would want that staff. I would want the personnel, person personnel, that's gonna be able to come in, and you uh, utilize the same philosophy I have, and uh, to continue to grow the business and to maintain the business. Uh, so that I won't have to put in, you know, 12, 14 hours a day. Right. You know, so basically, you know, I'm putting in 12, 14 hours a day, you know, uh, six days a week, you know, so basically that would be, you know, what I would use that magic wand for is, to, you know, free up my time. So my gym can be, can be run effectively, you know, when I'm not here. Yeah. Yeah, that's always tough. I mean, any business owner, but especially owning a gym, you know, it, it's very easy to get in, entrenched in that day to day, you know, working 12 to 15 hours a day training, plus you have to work on the, the business stuff, plus you have the members, and you know, the accounting. So so it's always a lot. Um, what do you think has to happen so that you could free up your time and, and be able to you know, take a step away and let the business kind of run on its own? Well, right now, uh, having a, a staff now, two of them being my sons, who decided that they want to get into this business now, uh, is going to require me to go through the steps of, you know, educating them on, you know, how to deal with the personality of the client, because I work with a client based on that personality. Everybody is so different. And you can't have the aggressive approach with everybody. Some people like it, some people don't like it. You know, so basically I think that will require me to do more training. And I think if I had to say I have one weakness, that would be the ability to train, you know, models to fit me, you know, because everybody has their own personality and they try to fit their own personality into what we do and it don't always work. So I think uh, that's actually what uh what my weakness is 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 having not not only the time but the patience to really uh teach that yeah and and, and when you look at 
you know, wanting to hire more staff so that they could continue growing the business without you having to be there all the time. What does that growth really look like to you? Would that be, you know, more members, bigger facility, um, maybe figuring out ways to make more revenue from the members you already have? Um, what, what does growth really look like to you? Well, I think growth uh, for me will actually lead to a, a bigger facility. Uh, my model facility would probably be about 10,000 square feet. Okay. And that's only because I would like to really uh, uh, focus a lot more in terms of space with uh, athletes and the dance community in which I uh, provide service for. Okay. So uh, dancers in the entertainment industry and athletes, you know, not having that type of space to really provide that service for them. Uh, I think that would be my next level of growth. I wouldn't really uh, seek growth in the services that I provide right now because I'm pretty much maxed out with that and I don't want to be that big gym. Yeah. You know, because people get lost in it. So I don't want to be that mega gym, you know, that yeah, you know, 20,000 square foot gym. You know, we more of a mom pop gym and we grew from, I grew from my garage to a 1,000 square foot facility now to almost 5,000. So I really want, don't want to be that mega, uh, mega gym because you lose too many people in. You know, when people come in and they go directly to where they want to go, you know, every, once you walk in the door, you're being directed. You start here, you go here, you go here, you go here. So I don't, I'm, I'm not the shower, swim pool, sauna type facility. Yeah. You know, I don't want to grow to that point. I just want to be more come in, you know, grab your package and go. Okay. Okay. I love it. I love it. And Let's see here. And, and and so we know obviously what you want for your business now, right, Ivory? We know you have a passion, not only for your members, for, you know, your trainers, the team that you have, the people you hire. Um, but what is it that you want from the business, right? What do you want the business to give back to you and your family at the end of the day? Well, uh, the satisfaction of the service we provide. And that could be anywhere from uh, weight loss to uh, not having to walk with a walker, from being taken off of your meds, you know, to just being complimented on the results that you have. I think that's our biggest satisfaction when we get the, the uh, positive feedback from our clientele. Uh, like I said, we just did a big fitness show and uh, we had 15 competitors in which 13 had walked the stage for the first time in their lives, you know, so it was a first time experience for them. You're talking about anywhere between 38 and 64 years old. Wow. And it was a great feeling of seeing people, you know, be on stage and have that type of success for the first time in their lives. So, you know, what we, what I expect back is that from my clientele, the, the satisfaction, the reward from the service that we provide. I love it. I, I love it. And, and one of my last questions here, touching on that 10,000 square foot facility that you would like to move to eventually, when you look at the road or the path that it's going to take to get there, what are some of the boxes that you have to check along the way here so that you could make that happen and, and make it happen to where, you know, you could move into that new facility and not be stressed out about having 
you know, a bigger bill and whatnot? What are the boxes you have to check to get there? Oh, real simple staffing, you know, actually staffing education. Uh, I think that's where, what I have to do to grow it to that point, you know, to move into a 10,000 square foot facility. Now you're going to have more overhead. You're going to have more expenses, which means that you're going to need more staff. And I feel that if you make that move without educating your staff or having the right proper staff, you know, you set yourself up to fail. Yeah. So I think along the way, I've taken small steps, you know, as I've grown, I've grown because the need was there for me to grow. I think to, to take that step, the lounge out there now and not be prepared for the, for the new expenses uh, wouldn't be a great idea for me right now. So to, to right. the boxes that need to be checked is the boxes that uh, those areas in education, educating the staff. You know that you know because the services are there just being able to help the proper staff to uh provide the services i love it i love it and i think that's a pretty good place to start to wrap things up on this episode ivory but before we do sign out of here please give a shout out to your website your facebook instagram anything the name of your gym your daughter um just yeah. so that you know we could find some more info on you and your gym yeah, uh, website. I mean, I'm sorry, we have no website, but uh, Facebook, Body by Ivory Fitness Center, uh, located out of uh, Homewood, Illinois, uh, about 20 miles, uh, 20 miles south of Chicago. Um, we uh, provide services, fitness, nutrition, supplemental planning. Uh, we do provide service for athletes, all athletes, dancers, you know, your regular mom and pop that's trying to come in and lose a little couple of extra pounds. You know, that's what we do. Yes, sir. Ivory Lofton, you guys, from Body by Ivory Health and Fitness out of Homewood, Illinois. It's about 20 minutes outside of Chicago. Make sure you check them out, you guys. And I appreciate you once again, Ivory. Congratulations coming up on year 30 here. Um, but to everyone who, uh, everyone else who tuned in today, don't forget if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you are interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Montero, and today we are joined by Marlon Jackson from MJ Elite Fitness in Dallas, Texas. Marlon, what's up, man? How's it going, Austin? Going well, man. Friday. Happy to have you on. Thank you for coming on and spending some time with us and sharing the story of MJ Elite Fitness, man. I'm looking, looking forward to it. Cool. Let's dive in, bro. So we got MJ Elite Fitness here in Dallas. We've got a big facility, which we'll talk about in a second, but let's go back in time been open like five years now, right? So what was your initial kind of goal from a business sense as to why you started this business? What did that look like? 
Uh, from a business standpoint, uh, my initial goal was to be was 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 for wellness and fitness to be all inclusive, meaning that I would like to have a facility or have a facility that and that's all encompassed, meaning that we have something there for for kids, we have something there for older adults, we have something there for whatever it is that you need, CrossFit or general fitness, anything that you need. We also have chiropractic there. So I just wanted a gym that was basically all inclusive so we could just touch each end of the spectrum for our customers and what they need. I love it, man. So kind of like a one-stop shop for everything, uh, health, fitness, wellness, all that good stuff. Correct. Love that, yeah. Now, when you did start this thing, was your mindset behind, hey, I I'd love to make some money doing something I love, love to create another career out of this, potentially an investment asset down the road. Was that thought there when he said, let's, let's go ahead and do this? Definitely. That, that thought was definitely there. My original thought was just, as you mentioned, Austin, it was about uh, just my love for fitness yeah. and love for helping people. You know what I mean? Right. Um, there, there, there's nothing like that, as you know yourself. Yeah. But yeah, that's where the thought initially uh, started at. And then from there, it just kind of grew a little bit as time went to where I realized that, hey, maybe this is something that that was achievable for me as far as in owning a gym or, or things of that yeah. nature. Yeah, I love it, man. So yeah, we all come from that place of passion. And uh, if we can make a little coin doing something we love, all the better, right? So I love right. it. And uh, so MJ Elite Fitness, now you guys have a huge facility, which is incredible. Talk to us about how you chose this, how that came about, and why um, why that exact space. It's uh, a great question, great question. Um, how we chose, how we came about was uh, actually we needed a little bit of expansion. We had a different facility over in Uptown Dallas, right? Yeah. We need a little bit of expansion, so we moved kind of north, north of Dallas, so where it's like a little bit of a warehouse, not a warehouse district, but we have a few warehouses there. And they actually had a great room for what we needed and what our vision was, which right. was we wanted, like I say, all inclusive. So we have right. two, um, two large soccer indoor soccer fields inside the facility also. Right. Along with that, we have a, another part of the facility that has a little bit of small booth for a chiropractic office. And then the rest of it is the fitness area with the, with the equipment and the turf and all those types of things. Yeah. yeah. I love this, man. I almost, it's so funny you say this. I almost opened a CrossFit gym in like a similar size facility here at, you know, in my neck of the woods in Connecticut. But uh, so yeah, I love, I love that well, where you can pretty much do everything, right? So you have this huge space and uh, even have thoughts of going bigger down the road, right? Which is, which right. is cool. So with all this stuff going on, Marlon, what is like the bread and butter from the model and services that you do run? Where's like, where's the bread and butter from like the revenue standpoint? The bread, the bread and butter. That's a great question. The bread and yeah. butter, from for us in a revenue standpoint, would come from personal training, as we know that that yeah. that's most of where you know yeah. the uh, revenue comes from is personal training. Right. So uh, personal training, but uh, yeah, that that'd be most of, of where the revenue is coming you're from. You're sure we have a we can sell high ticket. Obviously, you know it's not like a twenty dollars plan of fitness type thing. So yeah, I I love that model a thousand percent. And I, but you can also create other revenue streams, right? Running. I'm, I'm assuming renting the fields and doing right, we, we, yeah. right we also rent the fields we also have uh you know other nutritional products that that we offer to our uh, customers and, yeah. and and members also so we have yeah. a few different streams of, of revenue yes now why now i love pt why did you choose personal training uh as opposed to say large group training a la crossfit solely or the small group what was it about that one-on-one -on -one model that appealed to you most 
for me, that one-on-one -on -one model is um, where I, I feel like that the one-on-one -on -one model is where I can give the most to the client and depending on what their needs are, because as you know, clients have yeah. different needs, sure. right? So that one-on-one -on -one model gives me um, enough time to, I can to where I can really focus on the client's needs, whether that be muscle imbalances, posture deviations, things like that, to where we're really focused on correct form, posture, technique, and things like that. Now, in a group setting, don't get me wrong, those things can be achieved also, sure. but it's not as much one-on-one um, -on -one contact as it is with, with, with in, in the group setting. Yeah, I agree. And you can uh, build that relationship with people really right. well in the one-on-one -on -one as opposed to a group. So more touch points usually lending to much better on the retention side of things than uh, a big group or just an open gym kind of model. So yeah, a lot of pros to it for sure. What do you think is the biggest challenge um, you as a, running a business and training a full book, book of clients? To me, it's always like, we only have so much time in a day, right? And I'm sure, right. obviously I'm sure you've experienced it and heard this a thousand times. Um, would you say that's your biggest challenge uh, from your standpoint day to day is just that time factor with personal training? Time is the biggest factor. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. T time is the biggest factor. Like you say, especially when you're trying to manage other people also yeah. at the same time, and yeah. you're trying to, to run your, your, your personal training uh, uh, clients at the same time, you know, together with running a business. So time is what's the biggest challenge right now. Yeah. A thousand percent. Yeah. So I know you've mentioned uh, off camera that you have a team behind you uh, and looking to kind of help grow them. So let's talk about, Marlon, how do you market this business? MJ Lee Fitness. What's been your marketing strategy? We'll say lately, over the over in 2022 so far this year. Right. How have you gone about trying to get those new clients in the door, and even people maybe for other parts of the facility? Right. Uh, the marketing strategy is basically uh, networking within the community. So we do a lot within the community, right? To uh, try to 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 you know build our name or just get some awareness around the community. So any kind of events that the community are, are holding, you know, we, we, we would go that route, any kind of uh, 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 school functions. So, so supporting schools in the community is very, very, very important as you know, right? Because when you're supporting schools, um, you're also getting in contact with those kids, parents who, who really, you know, not only look for, 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 for their children, but also looking for a fitness place for themselves also. Yeah. A thousand percent. Yeah. So school activities, uh, Local partnerships, all that Local sort of Local partnerships. Stuff. I'm sure word of mouth is a big thing on referrals, Correct. right? Where are you at with uh, like um, social media advertising on those platforms? Uh, great. Yeah, we also use social media. And and, okay. and as far as in advertising, we do a little bit of advertising as far as in uh, uh, campaigns and things like that, yeah, you sure. know, uh, to try, try to drive revenue, try to drive business to, right. to the gym. So, yeah. Let's, yeah, and it's obviously, you know, obviously we have, you know... <laughs> Jeez, sorry. We have this thing in our pocket, our phone in our pocket all day, right? right. So great, great thing to use for marketing and advertising as I knock over 17 water bottles on my desk. Sorry about that. And uh, what has kind of been your, have you guys had good results from that? Uh, have you done a lot of, have you dumped a lot of money into it from a marketing standpoint, Marlon? Uh, from from a marketing standpoint, we have not dumped a lot okay. of money into, into the, uh, uh, um, you know, social network and marketing. I mean, social yeah. network uh, part of it. For me, I feel like, you know, as personal trainers, right, we sell a service that you cannot physically put your hands on. You right. cannot physically touch that service. Like if I buy a car, for example, sure. I pretty much know before I even go to the salesperson that I yeah. know what kind of car I want or I know what right. I want to, I want. it's not about the salesperson, it's more about 
the car, right? Yeah. So within the fitness industry, sometimes people come to us not having an idea of what they need or even what we have to offer them, right? right. right. So um, what we try to do is try to get more face-to-face -face communication, face-to-face -face okay. with the people yeah. so we can kind of kind of build that relationship, that rapport, as you were saying, and yeah. also... Um, you know, just just being able to to feel the the, the raw emotion behind who you're speaking to, yeah. as far as in how they feel mentally, physically, things like that about fitness. I love that, man. Really get after their why, like why they want to maybe lose weight or gain muscle or what have you. Right. So yeah, correct. Love correct. So what, with, with that in mind, man, when those new clients do start, what is that that initial process and journey like for them? Okay. Well, the, the initial process is, as you know, first thing you're coming in and once, once you get in, get in and get your membership set up, we also offer you a, a free fitness assessment. So nice. with that fitness assessment, again, we're just checking and seeing what your goals are, getting a kind of an idea of who you are as a person and why you're in, in the gym, why you're doing what you're doing, what, why your goals are what they are, you know, right. and right. just try to see what, is the best fit or what style trainer best fits the customer yeah. so we can make sure that like i say build a rapport and like you say with grab that uh retention yeah. yeah which is yeah which is great and uh like you said then you can kind of pick help them pick their journey and place correct. them correct trainer correct now i have yeah two questions for you on that topic one marla are you running all those initial sessions and then placing them with either yourself if you have room or placing them with the best fit trainer are you doing all those intros uh, no, I'm not doing all those. I'm not yeah. doing all those intros. But um, what we do is um, the, the 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 person that comes in or the new member fills out a member assessment sheet, right? Yeah. So within that member assessment sheet, we have different types of questions that kind of give us an idea of what style or what type or what training that they need right. and then from there we come together as a team and then we figure out what is the best fit for them. Okay, okay. I like that. Yeah, I like that. So. Uh fitting them with the best trainer for what they want, what their needs are. With that being said, so I'm a client, I'm training with you guys. How did you come up with your pricing structure model? Personal training, I've, a thousand ways to do it, right? What, what's worked right. best for you guys for uh, billing and charging for your services? Right, actually we, we have a different ways, we have a few different ways of billing, but what I found to actually work best is uh, the monthly bill. Okay. So when I say monthly billing, just depending on, you know, how many times that you would like to train per week, yeah. we would put that on a monthly uh, billing uh, uh, rate, in other words. Now, yeah. we do also sell uh, session price or uh, packages also, just for those people who kind of got an idea, they're not sure, they don't want to yeah. be committed right. to, you know, a monthly package or anything like that. So we do offer that as well. But those are the two. Uh, structures of of, of, of uh, charging that we have. I love it, man. Yeah, I love the monthly setup. Kind of get a recurring setup so we can right. kind of predict. We can predict for us revenue wise what's coming in. You know, correct, so, and that's mainly what that's for. Yes. Yeah, thousand percent, man. So yeah, I love that. Now with the uh, with the personal training model, and I know you have some other stuff going on. So it's good, I think, to have ways to ascend people and maybe even descend in price. You know. So are there ways you're able to, to ascend people from personal training? I know that's high ticket already, but for them to spend money with us on top of that, you know, supplements, nutrition, correct. Uh, we do, other we do offer, yeah, yeah, correct. We do offer nutritional counseling, right? We do offer um, supplements, right? And um, like I say, we, we also have a actual chiropractic, doctor, chiro, doctor of chiropractic nice. that's in the building 
too, for, for them if something would arise at work or if they go to the doctor and the doctor recommends that they go to a chiropractor or someone like that, then we have that service also available to them. Yeah, that's awesome service to offer. Obviously, towards that one-stop shop mentality and vibe and culture you guys are going for. Now, do you have ways to downsell somebody from a, from a high-ticket PT to like that group class or a small group? Is that part of the model or is something maybe you're looking at? That- that 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 is actually something that we're actually starting to, to look at at, nice. at at the yeah. moment. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, man, because then like we can do like, you know, not everybody can afford personal training, right? If we're being totally right. honest, right? It gets expensive. So then you can say, Hey, I still want to help you and train you. We could put them in a big group class. Correct. They're at least getting something. You know, it's not as great as one on one, but they're getting something. And then uh, maybe that smaller group is a little higher ticket. So it's yeah, we can just serve more people, which is incredible, man. I love that. Now, yeah, we're, looking, we're actually looking to roll out about, I want to say about just just in the beginning, maybe one or two uh, group training hours per day to nice. try to see if we can feel those first. And then we'll see how that goes. And then we'll go from there. Yeah, a little trial and error. See, see how it works. Correct. Definitely a good way to start out. Now, with all that being said, we've been there five years. Retention normally has been pretty good in the personal training atmosphere industry. Do you see an average life cycle for your clients and kind of what that looks like and then a kind of a trend, any trends there? Uh, yeah, I do actually. Um, <laughs> as far as in, you know, retention and, and client retention, uh, I would say on average about a year to about 12 months to 18 months, I would say. Nice. nice. I love that. It's great, man. And obviously we're building a relationship. We get to talk to people. We're adding that layer of accountability. Right. What do you think, Marlon, are some good practices that you've done to keep those retention numbers, you know, like over a year with some good, right. yeah, what uh, some, some of the things that I've done to uh, keep some of the retention numbers is um, we, we hold special, sometimes we hold events for, for members. So the members can, can come together. It's one thing, you yeah. know, we, we, we want the facility to be more than just a gym. In other words, we want yeah. a family environment where yeah. people get along and not only do the personal trainers engage with the members, we want the, we want the members to engage with themselves too. Yeah. So it kind of builds a com- camaraderie around the whole gym, the gym as a whole versus you just coming in here and working out and no one says nothing to you other than the personal trainers. No one's nice to you other than the personal trainers, yeah. Yeah. but we know why they're nice because they they want they want the money right right, right. so that's kind of um, what we do you know we we hold uh, different functions and stuff at the gym to 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 build that camaraderie yeah I think that's awesome man uh, events are huge I know for my gyms uh, huge factor to good retention numbers and like you said it creates that community that family vibe and I think people are really uh, jonesing for that these days right like with the with the lockdowns and the pandemic right. and all that sort of stuff right. we go to work we go home and that's pretty much it right so now get to go to the gym uh, and that's something unique we get to do as gym owners and operators. It's uh, I think something really awesome. So I love that uh, approach you guys are taking. Now with all being said, Marlon, a lot of opportunity out there for you guys. Where's your main focus moving forward here uh, for MJ Lee Fitness? Like next six to 12 months, what are you focused on for growth? Uh, next six to 12 months, um, we're really focused on uh, just bringing in new members, bringing in yeah. new members and, uh, uh, letting the members know also that we're thinking about expanding, you know, uh, or growing as a business, thinking about expanding, getting a different location. So maybe they 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 have a, a a job in a different area or know someone in a different area that they can refer them to, right, to that location. So that's kind of like where we are with it now, just working on getting new members and being able to expand with the members that we have now into different locations and adding to adding members to that other location. Yeah, I love that, man. And uh... 
I love having goals and pushing forward to it and growth. Like I always think if we're not growing, we're kind of dying, kind of right. planning isn't a thing, right? In our right. workout plan, in our business life, when you get to this new goal, when you guys achieve that, how is your life role as owner, coach, operator, how is that going to look different? That would actually look different because um, that would actually free up a little bit, a little bit of time for me also, you know, yeah. that expansion would actually free up a little bit of time to, for me to where I can help, not just help members, right. but help kind of like what you're doing, Austin, help individuals yeah. like myself, you know, right. grow in the business of personal training, grow in, in the business of life, just period. Right. Yeah, sure. So that's, that's kind of where I'm headed with it, you know? Yeah. I love that. And I think that's where the, that's where the magic is, man. We get to help other people do stuff that we love. And that right. means we can serve like infinitely more people in, in general in health and fitness. And like, you know, you have a ton of experience. So you pass that down to your trainers and grow that team. I think right. that's like the, the best, uh, best thing we can do in, in the life cycle of an entrepreneur in this space. You know, I think I asked you this earlier, the time is your biggest challenge. Um, uh, as far as time you have day to day as a trainer, any other challenges you guys have faced over the past two years? Was COVID rough for you? How was that whole situation with the business? COVID, COVID was 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 pretty rough for us. Yeah. COVID was pretty rough, but you know, um, and that and that's funny that that you asked that question because it kind of ties in to you know what we were talking about earlier. Because yeah. since we did build that camaraderie, right? Since yeah. we did build that relationship, right? with the members, they kind of stepped in and, and, and did their part and stayed with us, helped oh. us stay open, you know, donated, you know, yeah. money that, that, that was needed. They kept right. their memberships open, in other words, to, uh, to help the facility stay afloat, in other words. So, yeah, yeah that, that's, that camaraderie and, like you say, that, that personal touch and, and, yeah. and, and that membership retention really, really, really means a lot. Yeah, man. If they did that for for your business during that time, that means you're doing like a hell of a job, right? That means we're doing a hell of a job every day. They know that they see that and they know it's real, not fake. Like they know you're being authentic and real. And I think that makes just a massive, massive difference uh, in the success of our, of our gym, you know? So Marlon, I, I love it, man. I think this is an awesome place to uh, wrap this episode up just about out of time, man. But where can the listeners check you out? Website, email uh social media not email website social media uh if you want to drop the address if they're in the dallas area yeah where can we yeah. check you out yeah social media is mj lee fitness M mj lee fitness facebook facebook.com uh also website is mj lee fitness.com um the address um i'm located here in dallas texas address is 2901 city place west okay nice. dallas texas 75201 all right um what else you a Cowboys fan or what, man? Oh, man, come on. I'm from Dallas, man. Uh oh, hold on. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have any Giants hats with me. But, uh, oh, yeah, really? man. You know uh, what? I actually have a guy that I train who's yeah. ex-NFL player. Uh, nice. He played for the Washington Redskins. Oh, wow. and he, well, he, he won a championship with the Redskins, but he finished his year with the Giants. So me and him go back uh -huh. and forth with the Giants all the time. So. We'll see, we'll see uh, what uh, Redskins team, like the uh, 91 team? Uh, yep, with, uh, with when they won the Super Bowl. Yep. Yeah, man. That's when NFC was like the, at the top of, the, of their game, you know, back right. in the day there. But uh, right. yeah, that's so funny. Marlon, thank you so much, man, for coming on. Uh, appreciate your time, man. And wish you guys the best of luck and continued success. I really appreciate you having me, Austin. This is great. I had a wonderful time talking to everyone. And thank you. I really appreciate it. You got it, man. We, we appreciate you. And listeners, we appreciate you guys as well. Please hit like and subscribe to be notified for all of our future episodes. And until next time, Jim Lords, 
We are out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Words podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'm going to be your host today. My name is Brooke Steele. Joining me on the show is Caleb from Grit Strength Systems out of Hastings, Michigan. Welcome to the show. How are you today? Thank you. Doing great, Brooke. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for being here. I think it's a big deal. You took an hour out of the busy day of being a gym owner to sit down, have a conversation with me, and give back to the industry um, really, before we dive into the nitty gritty of what you do at your fitness facility, share with me, you know, a really brief variation of why you decided to open up this gym. Okay. You know, it's, it's a, it's a wild story, you know, and I, and I love, I love how you start with the, the beginning of asking where that goes. Cause everybody has a story on why they've mm-hmm. made the choices that we have. Um, you know, so go back a little bit. I was, uh, head strength coach of, of Olivet College, small division three school. Um, after getting my master's degree, I took on the director of strength conditioning at Davenport University, which is in Grand Rapids, Michigan, uh, working with 33 sport programs, over a thousand athletes regularly, you know, with all walks of level, all you know, genders. Well, when COVID came in in, in, in 2020, it, it, it stopped everything. It, it uh, you know, universities were trying to figure out where we were going to go from there. We had all these goals set up for athletes and all these goals set up for our sports programs and everything was at a, a, just a standstill. Um, they were shutting down physical therapy groups. You know, people were, were went from at one point in time, a very active lifestyle into nothing, right? So that started causing all kinds of mental breakdowns and all kinds of different levels of psychosis. So, you know, I'm sitting at the house. I'm still doing some, you know, Zoom calls with the university, but I'm like, I've got a large pole barn. You know, I've got a few hundred pounds of weight. I've got a few pieces of equipment. Why not open this up into a small fitness center within our area, allowing individuals to still do some of the exercise they need to, or still go through some of the therapy needs that they're going through, you know, that that's been taken away from them and, and use my expertise and education to help others during this time. And so Grit Strength Systems was born under this time of, of wonderment and what was going to happen. Yeah. So you really utilized this period of uncertainty in our world to build something that you've kind of always dreamt of or desired, um, you know, the idea of helping people get healthy. 
Um, so, you know, you have your own facility now, Grit Strength Systems. Right. With our listeners, share, you know, an elevator pitch of who you are at your facility, the different services that you provide. Because all gyms are a little different, and I want our listener to kind of grasp of what you have going on. Awesome. So let me, I was going to rewind just a second because like when we talked about this is something I've always wanted to do. This is something that scared the shit out of me, believe it or not. Like if you were to ask me three years ago, I would say I would never be within the private sector. I like the prestige. I like the authority of working at the university. I like the ability to work with these 17 to 20 year old athletes that we could get a lot of things finished with, right? when I opened this gym and we started working with retired army majors going through PTSD and, and thoughts of, you know, of self-harm, you know, and, and individuals who've been in accidents, snowmobile accidents have been paralyzed, helping them go from wheelchair into, uh, you know, walking canes, you know, like we were helping people and they had said to me at one point in time, they said, please don't ever leave. Please don't ever stop doing what you do. And that was when the changeover happened. Right. So when we opened up at the new facility, I mean, we were looking for, for different areas, different lot sizes, gyms. It just seemed like God kind of opened the doors at the right place at the right time. Um, so we walked into Hastings. What we provide right now is we provide everything on the list of athletic performance development, whether you're a rookie from eight to 11 or up to a pro level, college level athlete, we get you prepared for sport. We reduce your risk of injury. We, we get you set to play the sport that you love at the highest level. Um, you know, we have different levels of that. We do speed agility. We can do physical therapy needs. We can do correctives. We can, what I, I've created this occupational development for stay at home moms, people within the healthcare industry. You know, people that work in health or in, in offices that work in construction that, you know, whose, whose bodies have been deteriorating because we can't work ourselves strong. We can't play ourselves strong. So we need to train in order to do the activities we enjoy. Well, that's what started missing, right? So we still have right. people in, the, in this midlife that are, that are going through these issues. Physical therapists can't help it. You know, a lot of, the, a lot of them have gone through different surgeries and that's been causing no help at all either, right? So we started this occupational development, and now we've got people from 20 years up to 80 years old getting stronger and enjoying life again. It's just been, it's just been amazing. So on that side, we also offer boxing, tactical readiness for law enforcement and military, because I was in the military myself. Um, I fought professionally as a boxer, so I bring all of these things that I love and that help develop people's strength and confidence and wellness yeah one little area yeah that's so I think I love this because I love like the individual individualized side of health and fitness like how you know there's no kind of one path that works for everybody we all kind of take our own paths and with this approach one-on-one semi-private we're really able to tailor the experience toward our clients and who doesn't love like something that's personalized for them? Um, so just so I can understand, are you guys like appointment only? So like all of your clients are coming in at a scheduled time? Yes, we, we don't do any drop-ins. Everything is set. So through our website, they contact us and we create a consult time. Mm-hmm. So through the consult, we go through their needs-based analysis. We go through their goal-reaching setup. We go through the different limitations and setbacks of health history. And that's when the program starts to develop. So you might have some that like, I really want to go through some weight loss. 
So we run through body analytics with them, letting them know that like, okay, your body fat percent is here, your muscle mass is here. I don't really like the BMI structure, but these are what our levels of methodology will give to you in, in these certain times as far as the best healthcare for you. You know, some want to get ready for sport, some want to feel better without pain. And so like that's where each thing within each movement is selected for that individual. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I just, I don't know. I just really like the individualized thing. Like it's, okay. it's perfect for people who have specific goals. Like you said, if somebody's looking to lose weight, you can really get them there. If somebody's looking to gain muscle, you can get them there. If they're looking to get ready to make the basketball team, you can help them get there. Like it's, right. just, it's just awesome. And so when you look at things as you currently stand, how many clients are you servicing within the facility? So right now we're kind of at a, a set level um, at 40. Uh, you know, I've got a few days open for business development, such as today. Um, and we talked about that we can increase once I have that secondary coach that plays for the Cardinals coming back. Um, you know, that's only set because everything is done under my direction. I've, I've got a small intern type group set up that I, I teach kids from the high school about strength development, about the proper methodology of, of strength training and, and, you know, rehabilitation. So they help set up and load and do the small things. And that gives me the ability to do the bigger things, you know, with, with each client. Yeah. So right now it's just you coaching, but come yeah. the fall, you'll have a second trainer, right? Correct. Yep. So between now and then, what are you doing to acquire clients to make sure that that new trainer has a full schedule as well? Okay, so, you know, what will we do? And, you know, I've done some work with, with fitness management classes that I, that I taught at all of that. You know, so I'm, I'm big at word of mouth. So everything we do, you know, I, I offer T-shirts for all new clients. We talk about results because results are our biggest bring people through the doors, right? So I always say I, I – if we work together, the results are there. They're proven. We've had right. great results right. for everybody. You know, I've, I've, I've set up a small marketing film that talks about what we are. And I sent that over to you, to you guys a little bit ago. <laughs> talks about what we do, who we are. And then we, on, on the secondary set that uh, we have interviews from all of our members that we've helped bring out of despair into productivity, Right. So from there, we're going to start doing some online marketing, doing some different setups, and that's going to help establish our name among other gyms within the area. Because there's not too many places that can do exactly what we do. Yeah, for sure. So like, I just kind of want to want to say there, you know, word of mouth, we love that because it's yep. free, right? So we don't have to do anything except for provide this quality service, which it definitely sounds like you're doing. Um, and we're naturally going to have pretty solid word of mouth. Um, our clients are going to be happy. But while word of mouth is really, really good, it's not something that we can predict. So like we can't say, hey, you know, through word of mouth by October, our second trainer's schedule is going to be full. We can hope right. that that's the case, right. but it's not predictable. And so a lot of people supplement with advertising and marketing. And you have this awesome film that you've created. Have you like pushed that out at all other than just like kind of posting it on your personal social media? 
Yep. So when, when, when it's all done and said, they're going to, they've, they've connected me with a marketing company that we're going to do some of these small individualized interviews, you know, from different age, different, you know, things that they have come up that we've helped correct. And they're going to start kicking them out on TikTok, start kicking them out on different areas. We have the ability to put it on TV when there's the time for that to really help us get set up. Um, but that's really going to, like I said, like, we're in about a 2000 square foot training facility. So we're going to always have that tap number, you know? And so like, we still want to like, biggest thing is like making sure that our, our brand is known and understood that like, we're here to do big things and great things and then start looking for that next step out there. If that makes, you know, the yeah, sense. Yeah, 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 really, I get it. You know, yeah, yes, working with this company that helped put together that film that's going to help set everything up and, and disperse throughout the different avenues of social media platforms that they think will be best utilized to increase our numbers. Yeah, I think like the biggest thing that we can do as like gym owners right now is really utilize the digital space because yep. unfortunately people are really spending a lot of time on those platforms. So if we can reach them in the areas where they're spending a lot of time, it's really beneficial for us in our business. And if you're looking at the possibility of bigger facilities, more facilities, like we really need to get in those places now before it's kind of too late. Yeah. Um, but I want to ask you, you know, Caleb, for you, what has been something that has been difficult or been challenging for you business-wise? And what are you working on doing to kind of overcome that? You know, I've done some really good things. So, you know, I've, I've I've done, I have looked into doing affiliate partnerships with, with, with people, right? So when we're looking at strength development, you got to understand levels of the endocrinology system, you know, so I've tackled and teamed up with different endocrinologists that can help some of our older groups understand the changing hormones that are going to affect their, their, their wellness and development, right? So I've also connected with a gym equipment manufacturer whose name is True Grit Fitness Equipment. So we've got a great uh, agreement on on uh, equipment and, and and they provide a great discount to us so everything we have says true grit on it you know that works off grit strength system so we can get these these things that really help us on that um but that's i think the biggest key that's kind of helping us move forward and, and establish that point you know that's been the, one of the better things that we've done yeah. So what's the chat? Like, I guess necessarily like, what's the challenge with that? Oh, so that, like, cause you would ask what challenge was sorry about that. So yeah, no, it's okay. I mean, I think that that, I think that those things are all great because this truly is relationship building business. Yep, yep. Um, but I kind of wanted to talk about, you know, any challenges that you're facing because luckily somebody listening to this show yep. is experiencing the same thing yep. as you. You know, so yeah, that's what, that's what I was getting to. So like I said, I've, I've done these small things with affiliate partnerships that are going to kind of help us because the, the biggest challenge is connections. You know, like you're going to run into things, you're going to run into, like where you, where you feel like you're all by yourself. So um, I've connected with a couple of people and I'm trying to figure out what's the best way to monitor sales. What's the best thing to monitor um, incoming funds? And, you know, because like I said, everything right now is done by me, by hand, through QuickBooks, through other things set up. So this membership told me about club ready. So I'm getting this club ready system ready where 
you know, we've got a, a scan reader. We've got uh, the access to enter everybody's information. They could be set up for an ACH. So I don't have to go after people every month. It's already being set up and, and run out yeah. of that, which makes my job a little easier. Um, another big challenge, like I said, looking for good, solid help. I'm a very big culture guy, you know, and, and even though you're building affiliate partnerships, who can work side by side with you, seeing the same things you do and approaching the levels of, of development, development uh, developing athletes within that same way without looking at self-gratification or, you know, taking away from your business model. You know, because culture is very good. And I've, I've gone through some some help that I've hired that we've hoped would work out that just didn't. Um, but I want to maintain our level of culture at all times. That's been probably the most challenging thing. Yeah. I think like the biggest thing here is like we really need when we look at hiring, we need to make sure that we're taking on people and we are looking at it as like, Hey, we can really mold this person and show and, and give them the resources that they need to be successful. A lot of times in this industry, people hire people and then they just say, all right, go swim, swim on your own. And we don't give them the resources that they need to be successful. They end up getting frustrated and they leave. Yeah. Um, and so a big part uh, of, uh, like, I think we need to take initiative to, when we hire people, help develop them, give them resources to better themselves and continue to grow in their career. Because ultimately people are looking for opportunity. They're not looking for just a job most of the time. Um, so kind of want to ask another loaded question here. And that is, if I were to hand you a magic wand and I said, all right, all your dreams and goals for grit strength systems have come true what would that picture look like for you? That's a good question. Um, I think what we talked about, because like you said, like, what Grit Strength Systems is, is, is more than a fitness center. We're, we're more than a wellness center. We're, we're, we're this way of life that we're trying to reconnect with people and the need for strength, right? Because like I said, our healthcare professionals are failing us at a, at a high rate. Um, you know, they're, they're going to more medications, they're going to more surgeries that a lot of times can cause greater risk to us. So the, the biggest thing I would do would love to be able to change the way we look at training. Aesthetics is great, right? We all want to look good, but, but the purpose for, for getting in here and training regularly and doing what's needed is a very short level of motivation. You know, so like I said, whether I make millions of dollars about this or not, like my biggest goal is to change the world one person at a time. So, yes, it's always great having all the equipment, large fitness areas and, and pumping out people. But you also lose the ability to relate, connect and get results, you know, and, and, and that's truly what I would hope to have happen is we create a change in our industry and what we are telling our, our clients, what we're telling our members and providing them with the truth of what we do and why we do it. Yeah. I mean, I think no matter if you have five members or you have 5,000 members, like it's still a possibility to relate, connect and help people see results. Yep. It's just a matter of like making sure that you're hiring the right team, the right everything team. Yep. you have systems in place, you have procedures that you follow 
And that's what's ultimately going to make that a reality down the road, you know? Um, What do you feel like it's super important for you to focus on right now, business-wise, to be able to take you guys to the next level in the future? The biggest thing is, is for me, is is energy preservation, right? Like I said, I'm I'm up at four and I don't get back home till about nine o'clock on on most days. And it's, I'm going through the business side, I'm going through the coaching side, I'm going through the ready of of programming, the cleaning, you know, all this other stuff. Now I've got great support group around me. Um, You know, we've done some stuff with interns. but it's, it's about rest. You know, like you should never have the general get caught up in the weeds. And, and so if there's that ability to have some of that time freed up to, to help focus on the important things, that's the, the real big key for us to help move and, and, and get new things set up and, and, and set up other areas of growth, you know, where I don't want to grow too fast and then get caught in a, thing, in a pickle where it's like, oh, crap, you know. Yeah, I think it's really important for us to like hone in on like the the serious part of the business. Like, hey, let's break down our business into several parts here. Let's look at, okay, what can we do to optimize what we currently have in all of these areas before we look at grow, 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 grow. Um, Sweet. Well, you know, I really appreciate your insight today, Caleb, and your passion for what you do. Um, I think it goes a long way. You can see it in what you've built. Um, what is the Instagram page for Grit Strength Systems? Where can we go to find you online? So on Facebook right now, it's Grit Strength Systems. Um, our website is grit-strengthsystems.com. And our Instagram page, I haven't really been keeping up on that as, as good as we should. Because again, I'm hands-on with a lot of people. And that's really what we need to help design. But, um, you know, we're kind of the, a little bit older school. Facebook is where we do most of our work. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Well, I'm excited to go check it out. Uh, thank you again for being here today. Listeners, thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget, if you want to stay notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you want to join us for an episode here at the Gym Lords Podcast, fill out the link in the description and we'll be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Gym Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.